Welcome to Aging in Full Bloom with Lisa Stockdale, sponsored by Capital Healthcare Network, an Ohio-based, family-owned and operated company providing solutions that help seniors age on their own terms. Those solutions include home care, senior living, nursing home and rehab care, and hospice. Learn more at CapitalHealthCareNetwork.com. Thank you for joining. Today our topic is private duty, or what else do we call it, Kristen, besides private duty? Private duty, um, in-home In-home care. care. Some people call it in-home care, Mm -hmm. right? We're talking about the non-medical piece of home care that is private pay, and we're going to talk about what that is, when it's appropriate, how much it costs. Like We're not talking about the the price piece of it because it's going to be different for our listeners depending on where they Mm -hmm. live, what part of the country they live in, and and what kind of services they need and so forth and so on. But we do want to make sure that everybody understands the role of private duty. That's our topic. And um, in our studio, ha-ha, we're podcasters, right? So you can imagine what our studio looks like. Well, we are in my office, but but it's not exactly a studio. But is my friend Kristen E. Canham, and we were just talking about we've been working together for over ten years now, eleven years. Yeah. I'm in healthcare. Um, I met you when you were in hospice, and I was in home care, um, and we were working for different companies. But we sort of grew up together. We came of age mm-hmm. together. Yep. Um, and now we work for the same company, um, Capital Health Care Network. Um, you're on the home care side in the private duty arena. So, what is private duty, Kristen? Well, private duty in a nutshell, and you had mentioned this, private duty is in-home care, wherever you call your home, that is non-medical, meaning home health aid care provided to you in your home. And it is, like you said, private pay. So this is an addition to other kinds of services that can be provided to you when you are in your home, in a facility setting, wherever you may be. So that's the basics of private duty. What kind of services are we talking about? Oh, there is a lot of services that private duty can provide. And we have to keep in mind it is non-medical. However, these are trained home health aides that can come in and provide anything from simple companionship all the way to full-on care for somebody who is bedridden, whether it's showers, running errands, medication reminders, light housekeeping, all types of services that can be provided right there in the home. Yeah, you make a good point. We say non-medical, and that might confuse people because the private duty folks are doing things like personal care, um, and that feels medical. If someone has to help me with a shower, right, that right. feels medical. And but it's I hope, not. I hope they know how because <laughs> it's not necessarily a given. Um, they need to know how to do transfers and yes. those types of things. You know, what if I... What if they're trying to help transition me or something like that from this place to that place? We have to be careful about using that medical terminology, right? Um, But it also includes things like housekeeping. Yes, yes. Errands, running running errands. errands. Driving you to a doctor's appointment. Transportation, Mm -hmm. checking the mail. Yep, yep. Updating, helping you with your calendar. Yes, Right. yes. Making sure that you get your appointments. Um, Yes. And taking the trash out. I mean, so many different things that you may not think of. Right. Assistance with ADLs, ADLs, activities of daily living. Yes. Right. So if you need help getting dressed. Yep. Getting dressed, taking a shower. Um, Some people may not be able to take a shower. We can do bed baths. 
changing depends if somebody is, you know, using that. care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there's this whole huge continuum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea is that you don't need a registered nurse or a licensed nurse to help you with some of these things, but you do have these needs. And if you got some help from outside of your home, it might make it possible for you to stay in your home safer or longer. Yes, True. exactly. That's exactly the point to be able to stay in your home. Like you said, safer. That's uh-huh. the number one thing that we're looking yeah. at. But also a lot of people could stay in their home if they simply had some of this assistance. A little helping hand. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But you got to pay for it. You do have to pay for it. It's private pay. Yes. Now, don't assume, listeners, that because it's private pay that it's beyond your reach. Because it may not be. It may be, but it may not be. So explore your options. Um, We're not talking about live-in care. We're not talking about having somebody move in with you and stay. Although we do provide 24-hour care at our agency here in Columbus, Ohio, which, by the way, is called Home Care Concierge. Um, And there are lots of reputable agencies to choose from in Columbus, but choose us (laughs) if you have to make a choice. Um, And there are a lot of franchises across the country that do a wonderful job. So I'm sure you have a quality provider. Now, in the state of Ohio, private duty is not regulated. Correct. That isn't true in all states. In some states, it is regulated. If you happen to live in a state where it is not regulated, then I do want to encourage you to take some measures to vet the provider. Like what would you suggest, Kristen? Well, for instance, we do do all of the background screening, drug screening, um, and we are also licensed and bonded. So we cover all of our caregivers and they are our caregivers. They work for us. They're our employees. These are not contracted individuals. So we know them. Okay, so let's recap because you've you covered several things. You want to ask if the agency is insured and bonded. Yes. You want to inquire about whether or not the caregivers are their own employees yes. or if they're using contracted help. That's very important. Why is that important? Because contracted help is not regulated by the company itself. These are individuals that may not have had a background screening. Uh, you really have no control over anything makes sense. that they do or have done. So it's important that it is their own employees. Kind of about taking ownership in a way where we mm-hmm. can take ownership of our own employees, not so much someone that we contract with. Yes. And you also talked about, and this is a big one, ask whether or not the caregivers, or as we call them, personal assistants, right? Correct. Have a background check and a drug test. Yes. That is hugely important, especially if you live in a state like Ohio where things are not regulated. We opt to do that because we go ahead and subscribe to a higher standard. Not everyone's the same. No. I always say Mm -hmm. one size doesn't fit all. Everybody doesn't do it the same way, right? So as a consumer, you need to ask these questions. Anything else that you can think of? I would also ask... um, like I said, that it is your own employee. And there is also questions asked, like, for instance, longevity of your employees. Sure. And who is in charge of these employees? 
One thing that we know, and this is across the board um, in our industry of healthcare, we do have a lot of turnover. And this is especially true for the private duty piece. So um, especially if you get to the point where you decide to go ahead and hire somebody, before they send you the caregiver, you might want to ask, how long has this person worked for mm-hmm. you? How long has this person been doing this kind of work? Exactly. Those kinds of things, and especially depending on what they're doing. Um, if they're coming to fix you a bowl of soup and make a grilled cheese sandwich, well, it, maybe it isn't that important. But if they're helping you do transfers or personal care, maybe it is that important and it becomes especially important if your loved one or you are suffering from dementia exactly exactly so there could be some disease that you're dealing with chronic ongoing progressive you want to make sure that the people who you are trusting to take care of your family members are trained. Exactly. Yep. So very important. You're only going to know if you ask the questions, it, right? Yep. You just have to ask the right questions. Anything else you can think of to throw out there? I've got one, Better yes. Business Bureau. Yes, that is also one that you can check. Yeah, check them out with the Better Business Bureau. Reviews online. You can Google. Yes. And check out any reviews that are online because even though we're not regulated by the state, there are reviews. Sure. So individuals have made those. And those Google reviews come, I'm going to say consumers. I guess I should say the public mm-hmm. because it could be an employee. It could be a disgruntled ex-employee. Yes. Um. So pay attention to what you see and what you're looking for are trends. You know, I mean, I don't buy anything online without looking at the reviews. And if I only have one review and it's negative, I'm actually not going to buy that, even no matter how pretty it looks (laughs) or, or how much I think I need it. But if there are 10 reviews and eight are positive and two are negative, then I'm probably going to buy it. So pay attention to the context and to, to exactly what's being said. So those are some good tips on how to choose a private duty provider. And we've helped them understand what private duty is about. I think we've sort of gotten at this. We've implied it. But let's just talk about when do people need it? When, when, when you're signing clients up, what kind of needs are they looking to fill? Mm-hmm a good question. Um, And there's a lot of different scenarios that we run into. Um, I think most common, we have a lot of uh, needs when somebody is coming back from either an illness or a surgery, Okay. possibly have gone through a rehab stay, and they're going to be going home for the first time. So after an acute setting, after you've been to the hospital or the nursing home, you might need some private duty. You might need some private duty, yes. And you know what? We we know what science tells us and, and studies tell us. If you get private duty after one of those stays, you're less likely to go back to the hospital. Exactly. And I don't think anybody enjoys going to the hospital. No. I know I never have. <laughs> no, and I think it's important, too, to note a lot of people will say, well, I have the home health care. What kind of home health care? The skilled home health care is very important. You need the nurse, the therapy, and so forth. Yes. However, understanding who's there to help you take a shower, who's there to help you get the house clean, who's there to run and get your medications, who's there to get you that doctor's appointment if you can't get yourself there. So do you need to add those services on, even temporarily, And we do have a Transition Home Again program that addresses those needs. Yeah. Oh, that's a great point, Kristen. Some people think 
that if you receive home health care on the skilled side mm-hmm. or home care on the private duty side, that it's going to be forever. It's not no. forever. No. It's just until you no longer need it. If you do need it forever, not on the skilled side, that's a different story, but on the private duty side, we could provide services. Sure, sure. Um, what is our, our longest standing client currently at home? Don't name the client, of course, but no, how long no. have they been with us? Um, well, I know of a client that has been with us for over five years. I can't say for certain how many years, but mm-hmm. it's definitely been over five years. Consistently. We consistently has never not had us involved. And generally, um, when we lose a client, it's because they need a higher level of care than they can mm-hmm. receive in the home. So they are transitioning to, well, we sometimes we follow them to assisted living. Yeah, we sure do. But if they're transitioning to long-term care, um, where they have round the care clock, then they wouldn't need private duty any longer. Um, or they move to hospice. Yes. We can still stand with them during that journey. Um, but obviously, if someone passes away, we no longer can service them. But that's generally why we lose clients. So exactly. the point is, when you sign up and you think you have ongoing needs, you're probably going to stay right there. Mm-hmm. And, and as long as the services are good, and we don't have a lot of customer service failures um, in that way. Um, but it can be short-term, temporary to help get you over the hump or yes, through the recovery. It certainly can. And it can be off and on. We have a lot of families that use yes. us intermittently when they're going on vacation or if something comes up and they just need some help short term. That's fine. We, we service people off and on. And sometimes we call that respite, yes. right? Respite yes. stay. So yes. talk to us about what a respite stay is. A respite stay is usually temporarily, and it's when the caregiver needs a break. Yeah. So whether that be a spouse or a family member, and we can come in um, just temporarily if needed, 24-7, so around the clock care, to just coming and checking in few days a week, yeah. you know, whatever is needed for that individual. But we do that often, and people will use us over and over again for that type of care. I'm so glad you brought that up because a lot of times the reason for service is because we have a caregiver who is overwhelmed, mm-hmm. not just stressed out. We all get stressed out, <laughs> yeah. right? And we move past that. But when you get overwhelmed, um, then you are at risk for a, a whole lot of things, including, I will say, not doing the job that your loved one deserves because you're spent. You just don't have it to give. You can give all there is, and then there's just no more, right? Um, And we ask a lot of caregivers in the family setting, right? It's it's a very demanding job, and it's not, there's nothing to be ashamed of because you need help. You should be ashamed when you don't ask for help. Yeah, everybody needs help. Yeah. Everybody needs some help. part of being human, right? Yes, yes. Part of the human condition that we're Mm -hmm. in this thing together. Well, I think we've covered it. What it is, when you might need it, some tips on how to screen for a good provider. Yes. Can you think of anything else? What do you want to leave our listeners with in closing? Well, I just want them to know that we are a resource. So if in doubt, just call. I'm happy to answer your questions. There are so many questions involved with this type of care. Pricing, we talked about that. There's so many I mean, most can be the same, but there are some ways to help you with covering the cost of this type of care. And I'm, I'm happy to talk to anybody about that. But I think it's important to be proactive. 
So if a loved one goes to the hospital and you know there's going to be extended recovery period, get a hold of us sooner than later. We can even go to your place and get it ready for you to return home. Yeah, home prepared. Yes. So, and if a family is just stressed out or worried about dad taking care of mom and we see him declining, give us a call. We can set up a family meeting, no obligation. Let's just talk. Yeah. Let's talk. That's where it starts, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Having Mm -hmm. the conversation, which means someone has to brave up and raise their hand. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. say, I I think we might need to talk about this. Yes. Um, And as you said, no obligation in talking, even coming out to the homes and giving free assessments. And sometimes we have the talk and then people hold off for a while. Yep. Mm -hmm. But they put that in their back pocket and that's knowledge to be used at at a later date. Yes. I also love what you're saying about the fact that you're a resource. I know you are. Yes. Um, Yes. um, And I think probably everyone in this industry tries to be. So no question is a dumb question. Not at all. Right? Not at all. something as simple. I had, (laughs) no joke, I had someone call me recently about, um, well, they needed some groceries, to Mm -hmm. be quite honest. And I directed them to my church pantry. Yeah, and said go go the go to the food pantry there and see what what can be done. So it isn't all about the Benjamin. No, it is not. And any questions should be asked. If I don't know the answer, I'm going to find out. Right, right. We're here to take care of people. Mm-hmm. That's we love what our we seniors. do. We do love our mm-hmm. seniors. Kristen, thank you so much for joining me thank today, you. listeners. Thank you for listening. Till next time, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be forever at your back. <laughs>